This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show. The Tom Bernard Morning Show. Streamed every morning on the Tom Bernard Show app and anytime on demand wherever you get your podcasts. It is you horn tootin' or whatever they say. Isn't that what it is? You it horn is. You, you horn tootin'. You horn tootin'. Something like that anyway. So we got to go with the weather first because it's going to be hotter than the sun, bitch. It's already hotter than the sun, bitch. It feels like it's radiating. It feels like you're walking to a microwave. <laughs> it does. Like, you're and right. I, I love the heat, but I was walking through the parking lot and I was like, whoa, that's pretty hot. Should I pretend I'm a TV guy? Of course. Forecast first alert for today due to near record, record hot temperatures and heat index values from 105 to 110 this afternoon. That's a good, that's a good think, TV voice. A very serious voice. With my weather delivery. What, what do women sound like? Hey, what are you doing? Hey, what are you doing? What are you doing? What's going to get hot? Okay. I'll wear a lighter, lighter shirt. Today's going to be hot, hot, hot with a side of hot. Oh, God. I've heard hey, that. Hey, Tom, I'm on the show. There it is. <laughs> That's Bob. That was you. Sounds exactly like Bob Sansevier. It was, was Bob Sansevier. That, that, was, that was Tom doing an impression of Bob Sansevier, but it sounds like Bob doing an impression of a lady. It does. It does. It does. A thousand it's percent. True. You couldn't be Hey, Tom, right. how you doing? God. Sanny. I just talked to his daughter, Sam, the other day. What a great person. You guys know Sam Sansevier? Yeah, I love her. She's phenomenal. She's a terrific person. Nothing like her father. No, 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 no. I, but I do love the Sansevieres. Oh, yeah. Well, Mary especially. Forget yes. Bob. Oh, there's Mary, then there's the kids, and then there's Bob. I believe that. Good lineup. Okay, so here's the deal. Excessive heat warning today until 10 p.m. Yesterday's 98-degree high broke the record for the day, and it was also the hottest August temperature. By the way, it broke the record. It broke. We broke a record. Yeah, what was it, 97 and a half before? Oh, really? So now it's 98. It's like less than a degree. It was, yeah. <laughs> I just love it when they do that stuff. <laughs> record-breaking heat. Indeed. Uh, yesterday's 98-degree high broke the record for the day, and it was also the hottest August temperature since 1988. Yeah, but that's because the KQ Morning Show was so hot, it radiated on the entire mm. Earth in 88. Yeah, no. 88. Oh, God. That was it. What was it, 86? Yeah, it was. It was April 16th, 1986. That was the first day of that show. Mo definitely. So here's the deal. Sunny, hot, and humid with a high of 98 today. One degree hotter than the record, which was set in 1948. A lot of global warming in 48? I don't know. Yeah. Okay. I'm not saying anything about it. You know what I love about it, though? This is true. Uh-huh. Uh, in the 1960s, they would show Los Angeles. You yeah. couldn't see the city. Because it was just like... It was all smoke. Smog and, smog yeah, and smoke. all that. It's, I it know, was. It's so dumb. There's a hole in the ozone layer. We're all going to die. That's oh, right. that was 1984. <laughs> you know what? Right. I've never heard another a syllable uttered about. That was all we cared about. Goddamn hole in the ozone layer. I was like a, yes. a little kid in Stillwater <clears throat> convinced that like I got to feel, I got to fix the ozone layer. You were in Stillwater? Mm-hmm. What'd you do? Commit a crime? Probably. Probably my mom was housed there after prison. No, we just lived in Stillwater for a little bit. We should, lived everywhere. I should get that hall that leads into the, the visit, visiting area mm-hmm. named after me. I agree. Because I've walked there so many times visiting high school buddies there you go. in prison that they should name it after me. How many times do you think you went there? Oh, God, I've been there at least 100 times. 100 times? Well, with different people. One guy alone, we went, we went every weekend for like six months. My uh, neighbor, Ellen, lovely woman, she was a prison nurse there and wrote a book about it. 
Oh, really? Mm-hmm. We should have her on. She's great. I would love to talk to her about that. Okay, cool. Because the one thing that's going to happen, if you're a guy, probably, a, well, a woman in a women's prison, but a guy in a guy's prison, the, the one thing you'll get a huge laugh out of is even though you're in the, the, in the visiting room for the prison, there are guards everywhere, everyone's a tough guy. It's yeah. like, come on, whatever. Hey, you know what, pal? I'm going home and you're not. Shut up. Yeah. I just, that's the one part about doing that that bothered me. Everybody's, like you'd walk by and they'd push their chair back, try to block your way. It's like, oh, whatever. You're like, you know what, daddy's <clears throat> going to put you back in handcuffs soon and I'm going to go walk out of here. Well, don't you go back to your cell and take her, take her deep from your cellmate like you usually do. Or poop in front of them. I don't know what's worse. <laughs> just take a dump, though, exactly. It's interesting, but I will tell you what. I became all, I, I wouldn't say we're friends, but we're definitely acquaintances. The guards up there are the nicest people on earth. There's a woman that runs it. She's about five, or at the time she did anyway, she's about five foot four, maybe five, mm-hmm. five, yeah. something like that. I would not want to fight her. I'm just here to tell you. She, put your pockets back, because they would hang one pocket out if they're in one gang, and then yeah. two pockets out in another gang, and yeah. that whole deal. And all day she goes, put your put your pants pockets back in right Get now. Your <laughs> Something about that clenched jaw talk. That is, oh yeah, she got that. You though. don't even put a perker. She was terrific, no question about it. So yeah, it's going to be hot today, ninety eight. But then tomorrow, not as bad. Eighty eight tomorrow, mostly sunny and eighty eight tomorrow. Then on Friday, mostly sunny with a high of eighty six. Weekend looks great. Mostly sunny, seventy seven on Saturday. Mostly sunny and eighty on Sunday. And all the way into Monday and Tuesday, mostly sunny, 82 and 82. So, yeah, once we get through today, 88's not bad. 86 is a lot better. And then that 77 Saturday is going to be amazing. Yeah. Don't you think? Yeah, that's when we'll be at the fair. Matter of fact, it's sun- well, you can't, you can't look at today as an example because it's so incredibly humid today. Yeah. So it's sunny in 78, but it's really humid. Man. I know. My God. Brutal, man. I walked out. I was like, did I just step in some soup? Like, why is this air so thick? It it was, man. When I walked out this way, well, because I always put up the, you know, you put up the garage door and it's your first exposure to the outside. It's like, holy yeah. God. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, man, it's hot out. But we'll be okay. Twin Cities sets a heat record with a scorcher near. It did not get up to 100 degrees. But it got near 100. It actually did get up to 99. So yeah. it missed it by one. Mm-hmm. They said. I yeah, think, I kept looking at my yeah. watch and it kept saying 99, 99. Yeah, mine too. Yeah. Well, it says here 98 degree high. But I think it was nine. My watch said, your and my watch had to be right. And they were wrong. Yeah, we live so far apart. <laughs> so you, yes, we do at least four or five blocks. So that'll be good. That's all I have to say to you. What else is going on in there? Uh, would you do me a favor? Mm-hmm. Uh, I'll look it up and you guys look it up. I believe Cutter, the country of Cutter, don't they still have slavery and execution? I last I checked, maybe they don't anymore, but they did very recently. Anybody know? I feel like anytime you have to ask that question about a country, the answer is usually yes. Usually, it usually is. Usually, but, yeah. But I don't want to, you know, pin them down to something they didn't. They don't do anymore. It's Q A T A R, mm-hmm. Cutter. Yeah. Which they don't even know how to spell, for Christ's sake. It's not how you spell cutter. C-U-T-T-E-R. Get it right. You see what I'm saying? I mean, it's hard to get... Though they won't give you the information? Yeah. Yeah. They're saying no right now. Yeah, I see on Wikipedia it said that Qatar... Cutter? Qatar? It's Cutter, A Cutter, okay. Practiced Mm -hmm. slavery until its abolition in 1952. 
Oh, so at 52, they got rid of it. So 100 years after the United States did. Mm -hmm. Good. How about the murder part of it? When you get executed for being the wrong setup. Now, nobody will ever beat the, the Hutus and the Tutsis in Africa. They kill one another. They're, they're obviously African. They're black. Mm -hmm. But they kill one another. You know why the Hutus and the Tutsis kill one another? Hmm. Because of, I'm not making this up. Because of the shape of their nose. That's so crazy. Yeah, <laughs> you got the you got the Tootsie nose instead of the Hutu nose. Oh. Yeah. you get they kill people over that. Not great. But the reason I brought that up, and I'm not even going to read the story. It's just so ridiculous. But uh, your buddy Ilan Omar, Ilan uh, Omar's trip to World Cup. She went to the World Cup. Mm -hmm. You know who funded it? The Qatar government. Oh my God. What is she doing taking money from the Qatar government? <laughs> To go to the World Cup. Yeah. What is that? Well, yeah. I mean, why why spend her own money? It either yeah. comes from our pockets or Cutter's pockets. You mean that 12 million <laughs> cash you just got like two years ago? Oh you mean that? God. It's just disgusting. They don't even hide it anymore. No. Yeah. They, I mean, you're going to go to a country that had slavery 100 years after the United States did. You can't stop bitching about the United States, but you'll, you'll take money from a country that kept slavery going for another 100 years, and you don't care. How do we live with people like this? She should be taken and put, here, you go live in some other state. Get away from us. Also, what are their motivations to fund her? Access to the United States government. Yeah. And that's, that's when exactly you go, why do we even allow that in general? And uh, I know, I know every they politician shouldn't. does it. I know every politician takes money from different countries, but it's like, yeah. why do we even allow that? I don't know. Why they get a voice in our government in the United States, I will never understand. Yeah. Why we allow that scum that we have running this country. I don't know. And a lot of it's in big business, too. There's a lot of scummy bastards in big business. Yeah. No question about it. It also says here on the Star Tribune that uh, she also took a, uh, took a trip to Pakistan last year, which was also funded by its government. <laughs> I'm just saying, if you're such a big fan of this, why don't Go. you move there? You are more than welcome to leave. I, she is the one person. I Listen, I'm a, I, I will always give everyone the benefit of the doubt, but I don't know what it is about the hypocrisy of this woman. Maybe it's just because she's from here and I she's in my backyard. I don't know what it is, but... Just a hypocrite. Was she born here? Her parents emigrated here and then she was born here? Yeah, uh, I guess. I'm not I sure exactly on that, but... All I know is that I'm deeply, deeply upset by the fact that uh, she only got 12 million cash. That's, Poor thing. It's really too bad. Yeah. You know? we, uh, I, we allow it. We stand there and we vote for both sides of this. They lie to our faces. They make, try to make each other look really horrible because that's just part of the baseball game. Well, I'll make you look bad, and then you make me look bad, and then we'll both cash in big when they donate to our campaigns. I know. That's all it is. That's all the whole deal is. I mean, it's – when you – the first thing I see on the Star Tribune website this morning is Re Representative Ilan Omar's trip to World Cup funded by the Qatar government. How in the hell is that allowed? I just don't get it. Yeah. I don't either. Experts, 952-600-2575. Call in if you're an expert or, you know – I'd say if, if Tim Walls is listening, but he's probably not up yet. It's only 10 after 7, so, you know. Yeah, or if you're Cutter, I got a trip I want to take yeah. to, to Hawaii. Yep. Once everything, like, grows back, and we can, <laughs> I would love it if you guys would fund that because, man, you're getting out trips. Did you even believe 
what he said in front of those. The pe- people in Maui lost over a thousand residents. And he's bitch. I almost lost my 67 Corvette. Who said that? Biden. No way. He I'm said, not. and I'm not kidding, I almost, first of all, it was a small kitchen fire. He made it sound like the whole house went up in flames. A complete lie. He said, I almost lost my wife. No, you didn't. It wasn't even close. And then he said, I almost lost my wife and my 67 Corvette and our cat. Was he trying to be funny at no. the end No, 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 no. He was trying to show how he suffered, too, just like the people who have lost a thousand, thousand people. And a small island. Like, everyone knows everybody. <laughs> what is wrong with this country? Don't, we don't, and it's so funny, too, because people have this need. It's like, oh, it could be a social experiment to relate when something tragic happens. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you just have to say, that's really sad. I'm really sorry that happened. Like, it's terrible that happened. That's enough. Yeah. yeah that's but good. But people have this obsession to be like, well, I actually also. Oh, yeah. Them. And I'm like, oh, yeah. you need to just take a beat. <laughs> People just want it. And, and, and I do think, like, I get that the president shouldn't have said that. But I do think there's, like, it isn't purposely as terrible as it's sounding. Like, in his case, yeah. Oh, yes, it is. No, but I'm saying, he like. always to- does that. No, I just mean like normal people when they come up. If you're like, oh, yeah, you know, this, my dad died. They're like, oh, yeah, well, my dad. And you're like, whoa. Yeah. I wasn't asking about you. It's about yeah. me, yeah. But ten seconds. even at that, if you say my dad died too, that's not like, well, I almost lost my Buick. No, yeah. I'm just saying, that's what I was saying is that like, I'm, trying, I'm not trying to loop Biden in on this one, but I do think it's All like human them. nature to be like. Hey, I, like that relatability. My mom loves relating to other people. and Yeah, that's fine. Sometimes I have to be like, Mom, like, maybe not on this one. Yeah. Like, sit this one out. I had a relative who had, we had kids about the same time. And my, when my daughter was admitted to the hospital for like the, I don't know, seventh time before she was one years old, I was sitting in a lobby and I was crying. I was just like, I can't, this is, oh, this yeah. is awful. And this person came and sat down and put their arm around me. And I go, I just... I just feel so helpless. Like, I can't help her. And they go, I know how you feel, man. I mean, that first day of kindergarten when we sent off, you know, Johnny. To, to, I was like, this is not the same thing. It's nowhere near the same thing. Why would you say that? Oh, a hospital, a school. So yeah, it's a race to the bottom. I get it. You're more miserable than me right now. Thank you for pointing that out. It's <laughs> such a rough like. I know. <laughs> it just could, takes you. Oh yeah, sorry. No, I just I could never admit that you were getting to me that much, or that I'm miserable because of you. I would never even admit that yeah. because it would give you joy if I did admit it. Yeah. Why do? They, oh Jesus! Look, the, the one solid argument that I do have. Yes, we lost a thousand lives oh. in in uh, Maui. Yeah. Okay. But the twins lost yesterday, too. See? Relatable. Yes. <laughs> See, yeah, I know. Very relatable. Oh, oh my you, God. You I all know. bear crosses. Oh, my yeah. God. Oh, people are getting worse by the day. Did you hear that, um, the guy that was supposed to sound the alarm, the whole thing with that? Yes, I did. And so he didn't sound the alarm, alarm Rudy, because he thought people might think it was a tsunami. And then he did <laughs> an interview after, and they were like, do you, you regret not sounding the alarm? He goes, no. And then about 20 minutes later, they're like, this guy does not work for us anymore. anymore. Wow, really? Yeah. Whew. Well, he did not. He had to do three things, and he didn't do any of them. Oh, yeah. my God. It was, but that's people now. People never do what they're supposed to do anymore. It, never. Think about 
if that would have just saved sure. one person out mm-hmm. of a thousand. Yes, like you ma'am. think like that's worth it. The whole system's there for that. It's well, just right. made me cry. It was such it was so upsetting. Mm. So once again, and we talk about this a lot, well, at least I talk about it a lot, I guess. Look at your life and how great a life you have compared to these miserable bastards. Seriously, did you ever think you'd go through a day when you're criticizing the current president for saying the dumbest thing you've ever heard to people who've lost a thousand residents and the other guy has to check into prison tomorrow? It's like, what? How did we get here? Don't be late. Well, not really prison, but he has to check into the jail system and all yeah. that. I'm, I'm assuming they probably won't keep him there until after the, the court uh, dates. We should probably, probably make bets. Is he going to wear something that's like over the top? Is he going to like not look at the camera? Like, is he going to lean into it? You know what I would do? Mm-hmm. And I'm serious about this. But you know me. I would go find one of those red and black striped jail outfits. <laughs> I'd wear that. I'd go check in with my jail outfit on. You would. I would. And you would give a big old angry mug on that Mm -hmm. picture. You'd be like. I have never been in jail. Not one minute. I've never been in the back of a cop car, as a matter of fact. Let's see what your photo would look like. Go. This? (laughs) I think you'd be like this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) I didn't do it. I'm innocent. I didn't do it, I say. I'm telling you, it's unbelievable. Oh, I, there were guys that I went to high school with that come and show you their prison photo. Look at this. This is a good picture of me, don't you? Yeah, that looks great, man. I'm not doing senior photos this year. You got <laughs> yeah. one. Yeah, that inmate number really brings out your eyes. <laughs> it really does. <laughs> You're looking really good, man. So look, I, once again, we got to get away from people, and, and I'm talking about of all parties, not just the left, not just the right, all of them. We have to get away from these people because all they do is take advantage of us to become multi, multi, multi-millionaires. It's got to stop. Yeah. But people keep watching the news, and the news is a big part of this. We've talked about that, and it was proven just a couple of days ago that the news wants you to be miserable. Why do you watch them if they want you to be miserable? Local news doesn't. I watched Channel 5 News this morning. You know, I don't care for Chris Eggert, but still. No. Yeah. Exactly. No, I don't watch national news much anymore because all it is is trying to make me miserable, so I'll watch you more to try to feel better. There you go. Makes no sense to me. Don't watch those people. They're disgusting. And I've met most of them. They are some of the phoniest bastards I have ever met. Have you ever met a national news person? No. Tom Brokaw was a very nice guy, but what a crabby bastard. He was a very, very crabby guy. Uh, you know, brilliant man, great, great anchor, no doubt about it. Oh wait, it. I guess I've met Al Roker, Raul Roker, and um, the one who got in big trouble, Matt. Matt Lauer. Matt yeah. Lauer. Well, all he did is have that special button where he could lock the door behind it's women. Weird. Oh. So, wait, how do you, as an engineer, how do you put that in? Well, yeah, go, yeah. What are we doing here? What's this for? Uh, comedian Pete Lee, who oh, is I love Pete. Just a gem, isn't he? Love Pete. He tell he told this great story about how. He grew up in like Janesville or Racine, Wisconsin. Oh, sure. And that's where Matt Lauer started out in news. Okay. And he interviewed Pete at a skateboard park one day when Pete was like nine years old. And Pete was on a skateboard and he fell and Matt Lauer laughed at him. And he kept telling people over the years, this guy is, he's not what you guys think he is. He laughed at a nine-year-old who fell and got hurt on a oh skateboard. Oh, my God. And people were like, oh, he's Matt Lauer. He's a national treasure. So when all this information <laughs> came out, Pete was like, vindicated. I told you guys he was a monster. And they're like, you fell on a skateboard. You I didn't know. Touch it. It's it could have been hilarious looking. <laughs> yes. Like, we don't know. I've laughed at things where I go, oh, I remember 
Remember when those wheelies were really popular? Oh, sure. I watched a kid wipe out trying to get on an escalator at Mall of America. I laughed. Laughed. It's I funny. laughed. It's yeah. just funny. That's nice. Uh-huh. Hey, you're making Lost bad Lost an dis- arm, but you know. He, he's making... No, he was fine. <laughs> yeah. He was fine. He was fine. Did I follow up? No. You know, you can tell somebody's lying when they do that, what you just did. He was you fine. Say, he was fine. He was fine. He was fine. <laughs> Relax. It's it's fine. fine. It was just a shoelace caught in the escalator. <laughs> he it's panicked fine. the whole way down. Yeah. It's fine. Oh, he hasn't slept since. <laughs> A lot of PTSD. He's fine. Why would you try to get on an escalator with wheelies? That's what I want to ask. Yeah, I agree. Not the brightest move of Mm -hmm. all time, but, you know, that's just me. And So, look, let me be very clear about this again. I think we should wipe the slate clean and start all over because our people on both sides are disgusting. Agreed. Okay. It's time. Isn't there – is there a third party? Can we start a third party? That's what uh, What's-His-Face tried to do. The uh, Green Party? Unsafe at any speed. What was his name again? Oh, Yeah. What the hell was his name? I forget. Oh, that's sad. I can't remember. That's terrible. Mm. We've wow. had him on the, you used to have him on the KQ Morning Show all the time. I can't remember. Ralph Nader. Ralph Nader. Yeah, sure. That course. was killing me. I'm glad we figured that out before we went to break. So we would have gotten 45 emails. I was never going to break. That's until we found out. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. I would have never. I've never. <laughs> can't never make me. You're right. I can't. <laughs> Let me tell you. About another loser. Oh, what, yeah. What was, what was that? Animal was, House. Was that animal? Let me yeah. tell you about another loser. I feel like that needs to be said is right before I walk into the room. I do every day. If, let me tell you about another loser. Another I go, hey, loser. everybody. But you got to pause. Let me tell you about another. <laughs> he paused. And it then was me. Great. All right, we do have to take that break because I'm getting stared at by Brittany. She's like, get to the break, damn it. You know me, I am all about the schedule. You are, there's no question about it. We'll be right back in just a couple of minutes on MyPillow's 20-year anniversary with over 80 million, 80, 80 million MyPillows sold. Mike Lindell and the MyPillow employees want to thank each and every one of you by giving you the lowest price in history on their MyPillows. Queen size MyPillow's regular price is $69.98. Now only $19.98 and just $10 more for king size. MyPillow's patented fill adjusts your exact individual needs to help you get the best sleep ever. Go to MyPillow.com, click on the radio podcast square to get Mike's amazing offer on the queen size MyPillow for only $19.98. Enter promo code TOM. In addition to this special anniversary offer on the MyPillows, you'll also receive deep discounts on all MyPillow products such as bed sheets, mattress toppers, pet beds, mattresses, my slippers, and so much more. Take advantage of the biggest sale in MyPillow history. Go to MyPillow.com. Use promo code TOM to take advantage of Mike's special offer on his MyPillow. That's MyPillow.com, promo code TOM. Hello, I'm Brad Huckle, President and Chief Lending Officer at North American Banking Company. And I'm Michael Bilski, CEO at North American Banking Company. As a locally owned and operated community bank, we work with many multi-generational businesses. Take personal care dentistry of Roseville, for example. Dr. Walter Hunt, also known as Painless to me, has been a longtime customer of the bank since we opened the bank in 1998. When his son Kyle was ready to join the practice, they wanted to expand quickly. With their additional space and equipment, they now are able to see more patients each day while providing the same level of care and service. Okay, guys, I'll take it from here. If you run a family business or any kind of business for that matter, you should be banking with Brad and Mike over at North American Banking Company. Every time I deal with them or their team, I know I'm working with experienced professional bankers. So why not bank with my banker? 
North American Banking Company, a better banking experience, member FDIC, equal housing lender. When you need someone to listen, a lawyer you know and trust. The National Highway Traffic Safety Administration says riding a bus to school is 13 times safer than riding in a passenger vehicle and 10 times safer than walking to school. The reality of school bus safety is that more children are hurt outside the bus than inside as passengers. Most of the children who lose their lives in bus-related crashes are pedestrians, four to seven years old, who are hit by the bus or by motorists illegally passing a stop school bus. Please be patient and use extra caution when driving near children and school buses. And never pass a bus when the arm is down and red lights are flashing. The children inside and their parents are counting on us. I'm Mike Bryant from Bradshaw and Bryant. I hope you're never injured in an accident. But if you are, don't sign anything until you've talked to a lawyer. Find Bradshaw and Bryant, personal injury attorneys at minnesotapersonalinjury.com. Seeking justice for the injured. Bradshaw Bryant. I'm here with Ben Williams, former defensive end for the Minnesota Vikings. Ben, you were in peak health playing football when you went into kidney failure and needed a transplant. An organ donor saved your life. What do you want people to know? That's right, Tom. I found out my life was going to have two paths. I either hooked up to a dialysis machine five days a week, four hours a day for the rest of my life, or receive a kidney transplant. I actually started to lose hope. When I was about to start dialysis, I received a call. My perfect match for a kidney was available. A stranger checked the donor box on their driver's license and saved my life. I actually felt 18 again. Now I want to pay it forward by encouraging others to register. I learned from LifeSource that men register at rates much lower than women. We need more men to check the box at the DMV. When you pass away... That small decision and act can help someone like me. There are 2,300 people in Minnesota like Ben right now waiting for a life-saving transplant. Make your game plan to be a hero. To learn more, visit lifesource.org. This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show Podcast. We are back 726, now 26 minutes at 7 o'clock. It is mostly sunny and 79 right now, but it feels like it's almost 100. Doesn't it feel like it's like 97 or something like that? It feels like it's radiating <laughs> heat when you step it does, outside. Yeah. It is very, very true. Okay, I have a quick uh, thing to ask you and then tell you guys. And I, I, I try to get my steps in every hour, so I get up and move during the commercial breaks, kind yeah, of move yeah, around yeah. and do all that stuff. Uh, just keep moving. <clears throat> and if I get up in this chair, walk to the front door of this office, take a right, go around the corner, circle back. By the time I get back to the door, I'm 80 steps in, which means by the time I get back to my chair, I'll have my 100 steps in. Yeah. Right? which I always try to achieve that 100-step thing, and it's a perfect deal. But you do have to go out, you go to your right, then you go to your right again, and you disappear when you go to your right that second time around that corner. Over. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I should add, Rudy, do you know if there's a sweet 350 in here? I don't know that. I don't, I don't either. Yeah. I, I don't think there is. I don't think so. But there was a young kid. He looked like he's about maybe 19 or 20 years old. He's looking for sweet 350. Mm. And unfortunate timing now, you have to remember, he's in a he's in an office building that's got nobody in it, yeah. except for a few people. It's 7.20 in the morning. Yeah. And he and I came to that corner exactly at the same time. Oh. That poor kid. Was like, he's like 19, and there's just... He's probably, like, looking for his either an appointment or an interview. Yeah, something like that. He's probably all frazzled. But he handled it very well. At first, he was like, whoa. You know, you could just yeah. tell... But yeah, he's looking for 350, and I tried to help him, but I there's 340, I know, is right across the hall, but that's yeah, as high as I've ever seen it get. Yeah. Well, try to help you, sir, but somebody at the somebody at security will know. They'll mm-hmm. know where that is. You, yeah. he, can you just come to his appointment here, just sit in the lobby? Can you check him for 
whatever he needs, Rudy. Like psychology appointment. You just like that'd be do good. That quick. <laughs> Sit him down real quick. Tell me all about how you, when you couldn't find room 350. How did it make you feel? Exactly. Yes. Exactly. I was talking to a friend yesterday. Do you know a lot of psychiatrists, psychologists now charge a thousand dollars an hour? Jeez. No. Holy Christ! Wow. So you go once a week. It's fifty-two G's a year. Really? That's insane. A thousand dollars. I'm like, whoa. You better be fixed after that. Yeah, I, <laughs> I better Jeez. feel a lot better, man. Yeah. I had no idea. I had no. It used to be like a hundred bucks or something like that. Yeah, I think two hundred was like the yeah. tops that I remember seeing. Because when I was going through my big breakup with my daughter's mom, I had seen a therapist, and I remember, you know, luckily I had insurance that covered it. But I remember yeah. the, it was like two hundred bucks an hour. Yeah, it's only five times as much now. It's crazy, isn't it? Yeah, like that's the one thing we beat the drum on is mental health all day. But hey, guess what? You can't afford it. No. That's right. Yeah, <laughs> insane. Yeah, they talk about health care. Can't afford that. <sighs> mental health care. Can't afford that. And a lot of people are doing telehealth, too, so you think it would be oh, more yeah. affordable. Mm -hmm. You mean like uh, Zoom meetings? Yeah. yeah, that's those are Zoom meetings I think I'm talking about. Dang, a <clears throat> lang. Yeah. There's also, in case you guys didn't know this, the, I know there's a lot of companies that are doing it. They don't really talk about it. It's not out there. But at Hubbard Broadcasting, you can get up to five free sessions a year through our HR, yeah. through human resources. And there's a lot of companies that have that option, but they, for whatever reason, it's not really they don't tell publicly you. talked about to their employer, or employees for some reason. What if I walk in the first day and I go, I gotta tell you up front, I work with Ginny, Dan, and Amy. Oh, Christ, pal, I've had too much, you'll have to go to see somebody yeah, you're else. you're on your own. You're bring some backup. <laughs> We're gonna need backup. It would be great to have a backup psychiatrist. Mm -hmm. And they'd be like, you don't, but like, at least you don't work with Rudy and Brittany. You go, I got bad news. Oh, that's yeah. even, it's even worse. <laughs> it gets, it gets worse. worse. That's all we know. Wouldn't it be great, psychiatrist talking to you, get so wanted, you go, Bill, get in yeah. here. Ta I, tags him in like the road warriors. Yeah. I need another. We're going to zoom another person in. Yeah. You oh, by like the way. five talking heads on your computer. Very quick aside here. I, I had to give up on the dark side of the ring. Wow. Just too sad. Yeah. I know all of these guys. It's like, oh, my God, another friend died. Yeah. And that Owen Hart thing, though. I didn't know Owen Hart, but holy <laughs> Christ. Yeah. That, I think that it feels like, I know it's all, always tragic when a pro wrestler passes away, but that's the one that always oh. comes back to, it didn't have to happen. Nope. It, it, he was a, a good guy who people liked, and yep. he was well-respected, and he worked hard. He kept his nose clean. He wasn't a drug addict. He wasn't a boozer. Right. His family loved him, and just such a tragic how, event. How did he die? Well, they were going to do a thing where he came out of the sky in the arena, oh. you know, the arms sticking out and all that stuff. And for some reason, they didn't use the, the you know, those little kind of U-shaped hooks. Yeah, yeah, they yeah. They clip yeah. at the top, those deals. They didn't use an industrial strength one. They used like a packaging one. Now, that's not going to hold up a 260-pound guy. No. As soon as they released him, plummeted 100 feet to his death. In front yeah. of everybody? In front of yeah. everybody. I didn't know. A hundred, ten tragic. stories he fell. Yeah. Oh, my God. Oh God. <laughs> it was at a pay-per-view event. It so was, yeah. Sold out. Yep. People, yeah. It was awful. Oh, uh, just I, awful. I had, at least I'm taking a break. I don't know. I'll probably get back to it, but i got to take a break right now because it's just too sad. Yeah. yeah, that sounds terrible. I would not be able uh, to watch that. No, you wouldn't. You wouldn't no. like it. No, you absolutely would not. And by the way, a little lesson for the youngsters, for all you youngsters 
Um, here's the deal. Don't do steroids. They no. will kill you. Listen. Jesus. Yeah, that seems really, like, anything that's a strain on your heart, don't yep. do. Don't do it. Your heart, I mean, everybody, was it heart disease is the number one killer in America? And mm, so probably, any, yeah. anything that you push your heart to the limits, just know you're, put, you're shortening your life expectancy significantly. If I had done what they asked me to do when I was 19, I'm sure I'd be dead. Yeah. There's no question. Yeah, which is wild because back then it was like, yeah, to do this. It was so casual. Because nobody had died yet, so you yeah. didn't know. No, I mean, there's no long-term right. studies. Mm-hmm. There's no yep. long-term effects. I think Lyle Alzado, was he the first one whose brain swelled to the point that it killed him? Yeah. Yeah, those last few couple of months, Ooh. those pictures of him were awful because this, were. this dude was a big hulking football player. He had the beard and yep. the mullet, and he was, you know, he, he was the guy that dudes wanted to be and women wanted to be with. And then yep. those last few months when he's wearing the bandana around to cover up his bald head oh. and he's frail. And yeah, I, you know, I was on the fence about steroids when I was like 14, 15 because I was a small well, yeah. guy yeah. and I'm a tiny man. And I, and somebody was like, you know, if we get in the weight room, we could probably take some steroids. And then they put, the, I don't know if you guys remember the poster that they had. It might have been different for the women's locker room, but the male locker room had like a football player and he was standing there with his helmet and a football. And then it pointed to everything that steroids will do to you like it showed like it, part of his shoulder pad was off and he had pimples all over his, oh, his, his yeah. and there was oh, yeah. there was one that pointed to his ball sack and it said shrunken testicles i'm like i'm out i'm, I'm out, out. Done. It, it, done. Can't, it can't get tinier so i'm out who knew <laughs> one no of way. those posters helped someone yeah that's great mm-hmm it's about time, damn it. Right? I never hung in there when I saw that cat hanging in there. And here you are learning from the poster. Mm-hmm. That's I always great. love that when you call yourself a little guy. Because as I said, my dearest friend in all of my life was about an inch taller than you. And he could beat the shit out of anybody you or I know. Oh. No such thing as a little guy. Yeah, there was a, a no fr- such thing. friend of mine in high school. is like 6'1", and he got his ass whooped by a dude who was oh, like 5'4". Yeah. Oh, absolutely. And, yeah. Can mm-hmm. I speak? Just a little bit inappropriately, no, Rudy. you're out mm-hmm. of the mix. If you got really muscly, it would make you look insane. Like like like, like crazy? Like, like not good. Oh, not good. Yeah. Oh, no, no. Like, I, yeah. yeah, like you're perfectly proportioned. I feel like you have muscles. You look like a strong person. But if you started like, because like, I know guys in the military, especially right. if they're short, they're like want to make up for it muscles. Yeah. It makes them look shorter because they start looking I wider agree. than it does. You're it right. Just, it, it doesn't look good. No. I feel like you are at the perfect spot. Like, you look like you're tough. Don't mess with Rudy. But, like, you don't look like you're compensating before any means, and you, it's not bringing your height down. Yeah, also, putting on muscle is hard work. And it is. I, and expensive. I not with steroids, yeah, I guess. Yeah, and I don't have that in me anymore. 43, I, I saw Oscar De La Hoya. There's a new Oscar De La Hoya documentary on Max called The Golden Boy. Yeah. Oh, yeah fascinating documentary about him but in it he talks about how now he's in his upper 40s and he's obviously put on some weight but weight that he could probably take off and mm-hmm. they were like so how come you don't get up anymore and just like try to work out he's like i'm over it yeah. all those years of waking right. up at 4 a.m and having two workouts a day for four hours a day and the running i'm over it i'm so done i just want to eat and drink and have fun yeah. i'm already halfway through my life i just want to enjoy the back half yep makes total sense yeah yeah no, there are guys, honestly, yeah, there was, and, and it was on that, uh, there's another Vice show about the, the, not only the dark side of the ring, but the dark side of weightlifting and all that. Yeah. I can't remember the name of the show. It's not called the dark side of, it's something else. 
There are guys on there, and I'm not, Brittany, I'm not kidding you. You could put Rudy, your, and my chest together, and they still wouldn't be as big as some of these guys. Yeah. I mean, the muscles are up to the, they, they're touching their ears for yeah. Christ. Yeah. It's like, oh, God. I, I ran into, and when I say ran into, I literally ran into chest first. My head went into his chest, Brock Lesnar, at, oh, a, yeah. at a Metallica concert one night. <laughs> and I, I was eating a piece of pizza, and I turned the corner. It was like back uh, in the suites of Target Center. And I turned the corner, and I literally, it was like hitting a meat wall. Oh, yeah. I couldn't believe how big wall. he was. Meat wall. <laughs> and he looked down at me, and he went, hey, I like pizza. There he is. Oh, no. The good guy. I'd be like slowly handing yes. it to him. It's like, here you go, sir. Please. I know you're like, you know, six years younger than me, but here you go. Where'd he go? He's gone now, isn't he? WWE. Still oh, is he? Still wrestling. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. Good. Glad to hear it. Mm -hmm. I didn't know Brock really well. I met him a couple of times. A very nice guy. Um, he was hanging out with Jesse for a while there. That's, that's when I ran into him a couple of times. But the one thing I love to say about Brock Lesnar. And it happened both times going up the, the stairs at either the, uh, uh, like, Target Center or, uh, I always forget, what the hell is the name of the one in St. Paul again? XL. XL, XL Center, yeah, yeah. exactly. XL Energy. Both times he's walking up the, the stairs in front of me, and both times he had missed not one but two belt loops. Because no. his arms goal. are so big, sure. he can't get the belt around That's him. That's just so yeah. crazy. He's going to have to put the belt in before he puts the pants on. Yeah. Because he can't get his arm back far enough to put it through the belt loop. He might need a friend. <laughs> yeah. He might need some help. I've come in here before and been like, Rudy, will you put this bracelet on me or zip this? Down? Like, sometimes you need a friend. Sometimes you need to, you need. You do, yes. Yeah. Oh, my God. That belt loop thing makes me think he has like little T-Rex arms. Well he, well, he literally, his muscles are so big, he can probably get him back to about here. And that's about functional. it. functional. Like, that's not functional no, for it's your not. life. No, no, it's not. He is a big fellow, though, I will tell you that. And oh. you, you found that out quickly. Massive. And it's almost a sad story with Brock Lesnar because he, you know, for how athletic he is, and like obviously he's a rich guy and he's, he's worked very hard, he never really found his footing. No, he, that's he, true. Yeah, I mean, yeah, don't true. get me wrong. He had, the, he had the wrestling background and then he went to the WWE and then he tried UFC and then, Christ, he even tried out for the Minnesota Vikings and played like three. That's, that's right. And yeah. played like three preseason games. And then went back to W, uh, excuse me, UFC, and then decided at some point I'm going back to the WWE. It's just he was kind of this guy who just never really found that thing that he could commit to. Yeah. And I, I feel now he's he's a little bit older and a little wiser, and he's like probably don't want to travel as much, and he definitely does not like to get punched in the face. Because if you watch those old uh, those old matches of his, right. yeah. when he fought Alistar, that was the one where he got rocked hard for the first time, and you could oh, see it in him like. I don't, this is not what I'm, I don't want to do this. Yeah. I mean, relatable. Absolutely. Like, I don't want to get punched yeah. in the face. Yeah. It does hurt. Yeah, I think Mike Tyson said, everyone's got a game plan until you get punched in the face that first time, yeah, and then the right. game plan goes out the window. You ever been knocked out? Yeah. Me too. Yeah, never been knocked out. I've been punched plenty of times, but never. <laughs> uh, they love hitting yeah. me. Shocking. Yeah. Did you see me and Tom? Yeah. What? You? Really? I didn't see that never. coming. <laughs> well, what am I supposed to do? Hit a 12-year-old back, Brittany? Is that what I'm supposed exactly. to do? Exactly. Get on the wheelies. <laughs> Precisely, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, but again, it's like, Jesus. It's, 
it makes me sad to do it. I cannot. I got to take a break from the dark side of the ring because yeah. guy after guy after guy is like, oh my god. Yeah. Then I got together with a couple of friends on on uh, Monday and had lunch with them. One of them was involved with the wrestlers. I don't know if he wants me to. His first name is Ken. I will okay. say that. And he uh, trained, owned a bunch of gyms. Very successful guy. Can I, if I guess it, will you tell me? Maybe Ken Patera. Oh, Ken Patera. I heard it. It's not Ken Patera, okay. but I haven't heard that name in a while. Is he still around? He is still around. I didn't know that. Yes, he is. That's yeah. terrific. Yeah, still, I'm glad to hear that. Uh, I believe last time, last time I heard he was living in Virginia, Minnesota. But he might be back down this way. I'm not sure. But, I, yeah, I saw him at a wrestling event not that long ago. Has he put any boulders through somebody's window lately? That I haven't seen, but those were fun days. What he's talking about, Brittany, is he was on, like, the World's Strongest Man competitions. And he's one of these guys where he'd be like, Magnus for Magnuson and Ken Patera hauling 32-kilo boulders up a hill. It was Yeah, they're amazing. But he, uh, why did he do it? I still don't, they ran out of gas or some damn thing happened and they couldn't find anybody. Knocked on the door, nobody answered. So apparently he picked up a boulder and threw it through the bay window. Yeah. <laughs> it's wild. Yeah. The guy was insane. He was. Uh, I talked to him, never met him, but I talked to him a couple of times. Seemed like a very nice guy. Yeah. He did indeed. I mean, I will besides throwing a window or throwing a boulder through the window. There's a thought process in very muscular guys. They can get to a certain point, and then after that, nothing matters. It's like, no, okay, well, yeah. it didn't didn't solve it. Then I'm going to solve it myself. Yeah. It's one of those deals. I know those mm-hmm. people. But some of the nicest people you'll ever want to meet. A couple of nut jobs. There's no question about that. A couple of them are nuts. But most of them are very, very nice people. Really not. I mean, hawk and animal, you couldn't find two nicer guys. Yeah. Unless you pissed them off, then they weren't nice. But I never pissed them off, so that was a good thing. You yeah. know what I mean? I think that was a smart call. That's why you're alive today. <laughs> I had a friend, Mike, driving along, and he didn't mean to do it, but he cut Animal off in traffic, right? So Animal's like, pull over, you know, motioning to him to pull over to the side of the road. Uh-huh. <laughs> As an Animal's walking up to his car, my friend Mike goes, hey, I'm a good friend of Tom Bernard's. And he goes, good for you. <laughs> <laughs> Had no effect whatsoever. That is not going to cross my crazy right now. That is not going to affect <laughs> the results that's going to go down. What a great guy. God, Hawk and Animal, we miss you dearly. There's no question about it. Jesus, when they used to sit in studio, hold, everybody's wearing Zubas, of mm-hmm. course. Yeah. Everybody had Zubas so on. So funny. <laughs> I got the story for you here. Uh, you were a little off, but close with the Boulder thing. So on April 6, 1984, around midnight, Kempatera went to go get a bite to eat at a McDonald's in Waukesha, Wisconsin. There you go. After a wrestling competition. Upon arriving, Patera was informed that the restaurant was closed and denied service. Upset, the former Olympic heavyweight uh, uh, weightlifter threw a 30-pound boulder through the store's <laughs> front window before leaving <laughs> the premises. <laughs> At McDonald's it was, yeah. huh? I thought Hilarious. it was some guy's house. No. I love it. He's just oh, pissed God. off that they're not open, <laughs> and that's going to help. What do you mean you're not open, McDonald's? Yeah, yeah this will help the situation. <laughs> See, that's the kind of thinking I really do miss, i got to be honest with you. Now imagine you're in a, a McDonald's oh. employee, you make minimum wage, you roll in at 4.30 to open the store by 5.00. And there's a big old boulder in the lobby. <laughs> yeah, when police officers arrived at his hotel room, he got in a fight with them. They would have let him oh, go, yeah. it says, but he ended up doing two years in jail. He did. Yes, yeah. I remember that. Mm-hmm. Wow. I remember he, had, he had a big battle with the cops. Yeah. I do have to say, I mean, okay, they can't wait, but there's a part of me that's like, if they just would have waited a day... 
to approach this person who threw a boulder. I know that, like, that's not how the police work. Yeah. But it's like, this person was raging out of control. He was. Probably would have woken up and been like, ooh, hey, Mickey D, sorry about that boulder thing last night. And And I I know that's, like, not how police work. Like, you can't just be like, Mm -hmm. I was really upset. We, like, quit following you, like, (laughs) because you're so mad. But there are times we just go, maybe set, like, if, if your plan was to just let him go anyways... Send him a big old bill. Like, yeah. I don't know. I just, I hear these things and you go, when sometimes they like keep talking to somebody, you're like, that person is going to make no sense right now. Like they have hit a point of no return. Mm-hmm. But I get it. You have to let, you can't just be like, throw a boulder. We'll send you a bill. Like, <laughs> Wasn't me. It was a hamburger. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't do it. That goddamn Ronald was looking <laughs> at me cross-eyed. He's got those big old feet. I hate that. Doesn't doesn't Ronald McDonald he want he have the big old clown feet or doesn't he? Oh, yeah. yeah the big oh, does red, he? He yeah, does. Yeah, yeah. Okay, the big red good. Shoes mm-hmm. and then the big red hair. Yeah. <laughs> Glad to hear it. Yeah. You know what I should do? Because Catherine has red hair, I should buy her a huge pair of red shoes. Here, honey. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Merry but Christmas. They better be in her size. Yeah. Yeah, they better be. Otherwise, they'll be somewhere I don't want them to be. Yeah. If you know what I'm referring to. Absolutely. <laughs> But yeah, it's again. I had to back off on watching. I'll go back to watching Dark Side of the Ring, but it just—I watched it several days in a row. I was like, I can't watch this right. It made me too sad. Sure. If you want to watch know. something wrestling related that is a very happy documentary, oh, there you go. Watch a documentary with Mick Foley called "I Am Santa." Oh yeah, Mick Foley. Yeah. Yeah. He, it's really good guy. Great guy. He he comes around every now and again. He does. Right. Yeah. He'll yep. go to the House of Comedy, perform like it's not really stand up. He just tells stories about being on the road and right. talks about that Hell in a Cell man with Undertaker when they threw him off like 20 feet from the top of the cage down to the concrete. And, yeah, but that documentary is great because in the wintertime, Mick goes out and plays Santa at right, various yes. malls yep. and loves Santa and Christmas. It's a really good documentary. What do you want for Christmas, Brittany? <laughs> That's Santa talking to you right there. I do have to say, Eric wrote in saying, is a 30-pound rock really a boulder? And I kind of have to agree with him. Pardon me, pal. Yeah, Listen, you're not Sisyphus, Patera, okay? You're not pushing that thing up a mountain. The McDonald's is not on the top of the hill, Ken. I mean, <laughs> yeah, exactly. if I can throw it, is it really a boulder? That's a great question. Well, how, well yeah, okay, what, the dimensions of the very first boulder, mm-hmm. how, what would that be? I, like, when, yeah. I have no idea. I don't know. When's it a rock and when has it become a boulder? I don't know, but that's a really funny way to look at it. Yeah, but was it really a boulder? Also, I would not say it to that guy. One thing I will tell you, all those people I've been running into lately, and I've been running into dozens of people that listen to this show now, yeah. they all have a phenomenal sense of humor like that. It's just super funny. Is it really a boulder? Like! <laughs> really, that's your big concern, is it? Also, how funny if the cops would have said that. He's like, I'm sorry, through a boulder. Well, we're kind of classifying it as a big rock. Not really a boulder. Sir, it's not really a boulder. <laughs> Maybe you need to hit the gym a little more. See, that's what life should be like. Have a little fun while you're repairing the window at McDonald's. <laughs> you know, <laughs> he's yeah. pissed off he can't get some french fries, so he throws a rock through the window. See, only move. <laughs> only move. Okay, so we got the dimensions on how big it has to be for Good, a boulder. Excellent. excellent. Okay, so a rock frame it, fragment with the size that is greater than 25.6 centimeters in diameter. I looked it up. That is almost 10 inches. So if a, a oh, rock is boulder is going to be more than that. It, well, as as long as it's within, if, if it's if it's ten inches in circumference, mm-hmm. that is what 
you can start to call a boulder compared to a rock. Okay. Yeah. And that's so got to be what, about 20, 20 pounds? Yeah. It's got to be somewhere in there, I imagine. Sure. I would imagine, listen, Gogo's about 25 pounds. I would imagine, yeah, for sure it would be more than tw- like, uh, over 10 right. inches would be mm-hmm. over 30 pounds. Or 30 pounds would be over 10 inches. For I sure. would think so. All right. It's still a boulder. It's a boulder. Mm-hmm. So shut up. Who is that? Eric. Eric, shut up, Eric. You heard me. <laughs> you pill. I'm sure Eric's a wonderful person because he has a sense of humor. He's very funny. I always love people with a sense of humor. It works for me. We will be right back, ladies and gentlemen. Kristen Burt will join us in a couple of minutes. I'm so happy to welcome back our longtime friend, Saber Plumbing, Heating, and Air Conditioning to the show. I've known Steve, the owner, for many years, and I completely trust Saber to keep my house comfortable. They do it every year. They Look, you need them. They're there. Why? Saber does everything the right way, and they always put the customer first, and that is no BS. I love the team at Sabre because their service experts are experienced NATE certified technicians, not salespeople. Their pricing is completely upfront and they fix only what needs to be fixed, nothing more. Sabre is dedicated to giving customers what they need, when they need it, and at the fair price. Keeping your family safe and comfortable without breaking the bank. Give Sabre Heating and Air Conditioning a try. I know they'll take care of you just like they've taken care of me and my family Whether you need a new Bryant furnace or air conditioner replaced or just simply need a service call to get you going again, go to SaberHeating.com. That's S-A-B-R-E Heating.com. Saber and Bryant, whatever it takes. On MyPillow's 20-year anniversary with over 80 million pillows sold, Mike Lindell and the MyPillow employees want to thank each and every one of you by giving you the lowest price in history on their MyPillows. Queen-size MyPillows regular price is $69.98, now only $19.98 and just $10 more for king-size. MyPillow's patented fill adjusts your exact individual needs to help you get the best sleep ever. Go to MyPillow.com, click on the radio podcast square to get Mike's amazing offer on the queen-size MyPillow for only $19.98. Enter promo code TOM. In addition to this special anniversary offer on the MyPillows, you will also receive deep discounts on all MyPillow products such as bed sheets, mattress toppers, pet beds, mattresses, my slippers, and so much more. Take advantage of the biggest sale in MyPillows history. Go to MyPillow.com, use promo code TOM to take advantage of Mike's special offer on his MyPillow. That's MyPillow.com, promo code TOM. Hi, this is Tommy B. My friends at Niemeyer Trailer Sales at their Albertville location off Interstate 94 would like to extend a special offer going on now through the Minnesota State Fair. Along with everything you can buy on a stick at the Great Minnesota Sweat Together, you should have some cool incentives with a State Fair deal when you purchase an RV from Niemeyer's Albertville location. How's this sound? Receive a free exterior ceramic coat and NanoCure interior treatment. These coatings provide a durable, long-lasting shield against dirt, water, and UV rays, and basically extend the life of your RV to keep it looking newer and lasting longer. It's a $2,000 value, free with purchase if you get an RV from Niemeyer's by September 5th in Albertville only. Plus, great deals on their campers at both Albertville and Elko New Market, now through the end of State Fair. Take your passion on the road with Niemeyer Trailer Sales and see my guys and gals at Niemeyer's and look at what they got at Niemeyer's.com. That's N-I-E-M-E-Y-E-R-S.com, Niemeyer's.com. Your State Fair deals end on September 5th. Oh, and tell them Tommy sent you. 
Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show Podcast. We are back. We've decided to interview Kristen Burt, all three of us, as professional wrestlers. Yeah, jabroni. Hey, listen, you jabroni. <laughs> Do why think? do all wrestlers talk like this? I don't know why. They just happen to have this voice. I don't know why it's true. Why did they it's start talking steroids. like that? It is. They all talk like that. They do. You don't think it can't be steroids, though. Well, maybe it can. There, there had to be know. some sort of like, uh, I don't know what you want to call it, focus group with kids. Yes. Like, what do you want to hear? Yep. Like, when Captain Lou Albano would step out with the rubber bands, he couldn't be like, hey, what's going on, everybody? Hey. Yeah. yeah. He needed to have that gravelly voice. Although the only one who got away with it was Paul Bear. Paul Bear Undertaker. Paul Bear. Yeah, oh that? my God. Oh my Undertaker. Oh, you got the Undertaker voice. Yeah. I I've been seeing. I mean, I didn't watch wrestling growing up, but I've been watching random clips because. I guess TikTok's like, hey, I think you'd like this, and I read them. And I'm like, I guess I do. Yeah. But it always weirds me out when they're like doing like a forty-minute monologue an inch from their face, and I'm always the thinking, crusher. I'm always like, just kiss, just kiss, because they're like, <laughs> no, I've traveled far and wide, wide and far, and they make these long monologues, and I'm always like, just, just kiss. What are those plastic things that look like a surfboard? Only they're about four inches deep, and they're I think for sun tanning or. You know what I'm talking about? They're, they put they, them. To they like, look like a surfboard, only they're about four inches deep, and I think they put water in them, and then you lay in them, and it helps you to sun. It keeps your skin moist while you're sun tanning or something. Oh, wow. it's like I've a, never heard of that. Yeah. Bathing uh, pool. They might use them for some other stuff too, but it, the only reason I bring them up is the Crusher. When I was a kid, uh, the Crusher was my favorite wrestler of all time. I, I, he was just amazing. He comes out and he's got a 28 ounce framing hammer. Those huge hammers that carpenters use. Yeah. Mm -hmm. He's got the, the sunbathing deal in one hand, under one arm, and he's got the 28-ounce framing hammer in his right hand, and he's talking to Marty O'Deal, and he goes, Marty, right after the show today, I've already made an appointment. I got my boat with me. So the, the sun tanning thing is his boat, okay. <laughs> which is going to sink immediately when Just he gets in it. stupid props they grab on the way the out greatest. the door. But he says, I'm going to get in my boat, I'm going to go to my favorite fishing spot on Lake Minnetonka. You remember, it's Lake Minnetonka, of course. Mm -hmm. Lake Minnetonka. Only I know about this special place. I'm going to lean over, do my secret fish call, and when they come to the surface, I'm going to hit them over the head with my frame and hammer. <laughs> It's like a bet. Yeah. They like got two it's items phenomenal. and they're like, I bet you can't make a whole speech about this. And they're like, Oh, bet taken. That's exactly. That's exactly. Hold exa my beer. Yes. Well, that's exactly what happened with the famous Randy Macho Man. The cream always rises to the top. Because <laughs> somebody went stupid here. Little, here yeah. here's, a, here's a half and half container that you'd get at like a Perkins. <laughs> you go out there and talk about. It. He's like, Ooh, the cream always rises it's to the top. Thousand percent. Yeah, it's amazing. <laughs> somebody handed that yeah. and said, Do this. And then he takes a second one out of his hand like a magician. He's like, dude, told you. <laughs> told you. It's so stupid. Like, 
If they didn't have muscles, we'd be like, okay, get off our screen. It's so stupid. It, uh, that's why I loved it so much and thought it was so funny because it was so incredibly ignorant I and know. stupid. Yeah. The but rants, it was fun. They're, they're I want them funny. to resurrect that album they did in the 80s where they all had their own theme song. Oh, yeah. They yeah. Sang. Do you yeah. remember that? Sure. Yeah. It's about time. That was time. actually a big hit, too. Oh, was it really? Yes. Like, it made the charts. Like, yeah. you would hear it on the radio. The Novas, a local band from Minnesota called The Novas, did a song called The Crusher. Oh, we've played it. Do the hammer lock. Because uh-huh. he used to growl. Crusher sure. used to growl all the time. Of course he yeah. did. Of course he did. Yeah. Well, I got to believe that, now, now you lived in Massachusetts, but not in Boston, correct? Correct. Did they have a lot? Because here, wrestling was huge. Professional wrestling, was it that big in Massachusetts? It was. Um, my brother was a huge fan. He had the wrestling ring, and oh. I'm, I'm going to call them dolls, but you know they had the action figures mm-hmm. that were like this big, <laughs> of course, and you could, you know, wrestle with them. And he also had the album, by the way. That's why I know it yeah. so well. But it was just very funny because when I did go work with Jesse Ventura, uh, all right, I, I just like. I kept on trying to ask him questions about his WWE era, because that was WWE at the time. And, you know, because he was a wrestler with a pink feather bow around his neck. Right. And he didn't want to talk about it. He wanted to talk about his Navy SEAL era, and he wanted to talk about his political era. So, I mean, I listened, but anytime I asked a question, he would, like, circle back to something else. God, Jesse used to get pissed off at me, because Jesse and I used to be pretty good friends back in the day. And then it all fell apart, but he, he... even when we were good friends, he got pissed off at me because he go, you know, when I was a Navy SEAL, which he never was. He was an underwater demolition, which became part of the Navy SEALs. He I got those UDT. speeches, too. We would sit in the makeup chair. When I was a Navy SEAL, I used to pee in my uniform. <laughs> we kept up warm. Also, I don't feel like you have to do that. Um, yeah, as somebody who's been not. in the military, and like you could just, especially if you have a penis, you can go ahead and... sure circumvent that that uniform quick I used to pee in my uniform all the time same keep but us warm in the water as a navy seal i was supporting my co-workers yeah okay settle down now he honest <laughs> to god he would get so mad at me and i was just kidding for christ's sake you know when i was a navy seal over in subic bay it was unbelievable i said what the when you folded the towels you mean that part God, he did not take that well at all. <laughs> it's like, I'm kidding for Christ's sake, you big baby. I but still the, have uh, a soft... Legit, Tom, what? legit though, when I was a Navy SEAL is like his opening remarks all Always. the time. Always. Always. It's true. And by the way, I got to admit it. Most people would not admit this, but I will admit it. I still have a soft spot in my heart for Jesse because he and I and our families, our families, well, his daughter, Jade, used to babysit for, for our kids all the time. I mean, we were very, very close. They're not the best of friends, but really close. Neighbor friends, that Mm -hmm. kind of deal. So I do miss hanging out with Jesse. He was a lot of fun to hang out with, but it's just, I guess, too much water over the dam, you know? Sure. It happens. What are you going to do? Like, I'm sick of you. But it was a good moment in time. That's what you remember. No, it is. You're absolutely right about that. I mean, I do remember when he was, actually, he's working for Hubbard, and he got fired. He was on 1500 KSTP doing the morning show, and I think he got fired. And I was playing in a, a, a charity golf tournament, and he drove all the way out there so he could come and talk to me and walk along with me on a golf course and tell me he had just been fired. That's how close mm-hmm. of friends we were. I kind of miss that. You know, that there's a part of Jesse that's 
That's very interesting. And that's another part that's annoying as a son of a bitch. So he's just one of those. There guys. is a soft side to him. Oh, yeah. He does not oh, yeah. like to show it. Yep. Um, he was very good to me. He was not great to the segment producers on the show. What? What um, do you mean? I, was <laughs> I was shielded from a lot of the, the strife that was going on set. <laughs> I but love your I was wrestler very voice. From it. Because I, I was the only female other than the makeup artist on set. Oh, yeah. So it was, yeah. it was a boys club. What was the show, Kristen? Um, I worked as his newsreader for um, his MSNBC show. Oh, gotcha. Yeah. And there were like three different versions. So I think I was on version two. Mm. And then the eventual, the last version was just him alone. Um, but it was, it was a wild time. And the whole, and originally they were supposed to film it in Los Angeles. I was living in Minnesota. I got hired. I was a last minute ad, but they brought in because he decided to film it in Minneapolis or St. Paul, I should say, they had to fly in the entire crew every single week. So they were living in Minneapolis Monday through Friday and then flying home uh, for the weekends. It became a very expensive show because of that oh, switch. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. That'll do it. That'll do it. Mm-hmm. What was the name of the show? I was a Navy SEAL. I was <laughs> the arena with Jesse Ventura. <laughs> <laughs> he had, God, he had all kinds of TV shows there for a while, but they... The supernatural, what was that one called? What the hell was that? Remember, he, he would do the the supernatural stuff and all that scary stuff. What the hell was the name of that show again? I used to watch it all the time, as a matter of fact. But what are you going to do? Yet another guy come and gone in my life. What can one say? Mm-hmm. Such is life. It's It makes for good stories. That's how I feel about that that period of time working with him. Kristen, I need your help because I've been searching for two days now. We only have two more episodes of Fisk from Australia to watch. And I know there's a second and third season, and it keeps insisting it's on Netflix, but it's not. The first season is on Netflix. It's just that one season only. Yeah. So what the hell? I, I got to track down season two and season three. That Kitty All Flanagan. Right. Kitty Flanagan is phenomenal in that show. I know, because you're, you're going to be left hanging, and then it's going to be a year from now, and you'll be like, oh, yeah, I still need to see season two and three, yep. and you'll have to go back and watch season one. Probably true. She is, she, he, honestly, well, everybody in it's really good, but she is a superstar, no doubt about it. No question. So I need season two and season three, so if somebody can find it for me, I'll even All watch right. it on a disc if I have to. We'll track it down for you and see if we can find it. Who's yeah, better than you? You'll even watch it on a DVD. Exactly. I'll even watch it on a DVD. That's if I low. still have a DVD player. A lot of people don't. Oh, I think there's still one somewhere in the house I could plug back in, I guess. I don't know. I, maybe not. You might be right. Maybe we don't even have one anymore. I know I I've got about 6,000. They used to give our screeners on DVDs, and occasionally I'll get one. So I just have kind of like kept it as a relic of days gone by. But yeah, yeah. I can't tell you the last time I, I've used it. Yeah, all those all those discs that I bought over the years, and there are hundreds of them, right? Over the DVD years, those are all on streaming now. I, if I had waited, I wouldn't have had to spend a dime. But a lot of them are honestly worth something because certain versions of movies sometimes aren't available, and if you have that version on DVD, it can be worth a lot of money. Or oh, if they really? pull a title and we haven't seen it for a few years, like. Anyone that has, you know, Moonlighting on DVD, they're sitting on gold because the music rights are so expensive. That's why it hasn't wound up on streaming. And they're trying to find a way to to make its way there. But it's why people are like, I really want to see Sybil Shepard and Bruce Willis again. Like, nobody had better chemistry than the two of them in that series. 
Explain to me why it is that I'm the kind of person I have Godfather 1, 2, and 3 on disc, and then as soon as streaming started, I bought it again. Why would I do that? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> I mean, I look back at the things that I've done over the years, like, why do you own it on... Uh, I probably have somewhere on... I don't think I have tapes anymore. <laughs> I used to back in the day when everything was on VHS tapes. But, uh, yeah, I, I, I don't know why I did that. I have it on disc already, which is going to last forever. But then I bought it on streaming, too. That's you stupid. buy a lot on streaming, which I find I do, interesting. Yes. I, I, I never do, buy yeah. anything on streaming. Oh, you don't? Because, no, I just because I have plenty of, of channels to, like, cruise yeah. through. So yep. I always feel like I'm like, why would I spend extra... Do you guys like Brit or Rudy? Do you guys buy movies? No, I because okay, so I have in the past. I have no idea where they are. Like I think I've bought when I've like Apple first came out. I bought some stuff on there, um, but no, I would never buy also something on streaming. I and uh, right now we're in a weird situation where we're actually collecting DVDs because we bought a car that has a DVD player. So now we're trying to buy kiddo movies at garage oh, sales. Oh, sure. Uh, but yeah, yeah. No, I'm not an owner of, yeah. No, for whatever reason, my family up at our cabin still has VHS cassettes. Nobody's owned a VCR in 17 years. But we have like <laughs> Sea of Love, Braveheart. Oh, yeah. Yeah. We have the, the original Star Wars trilogy on VHS. Just in case like, you need it. Why do we need this? Do you My have a God. VHS player at least at the cabin? No. Really? No, they just sit there. I don't know. I don't well, get it. Well, the probably aren't good either. They're probably warped over time. Yeah. They but start to disintegrate. For, much like a sense of humor. <laughs> yes. Thank you very much. Yeah, or like my family's ability to not be hoarders. I don't know yeah, why we go. have any of this stuff. I, it drives me insane. If you have a couple of Disney titles on VHS, so they're worth a lot of money. My grandmother had, like in the plastic case, yeah, my grandmother had those, and we've been looking for them to see if we can find them, because yes, they are worth some money, but Britt, we do have like a ton of Disney DVDs at the cabin. I will buy the heck out of those from you. I'll grab them next time. I'm going to mark them up like three times what they're worth, but I'm telling you right now. Absolutely. We'll wheel and deal. the friends and family discount. Yes. (laughs) Oh, that'd be awesome because we definitely have been, I go to garage sales all the time just for that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. um, The Disney title that's worth the most is Song of the South because. Oh, yeah. Yeah, because obviously they they pulled that. I love it when he sings that song. Yeah. I do indeed. Disney does not want you to see it. (laughs) Why not? Was it racist yeah, now or there's, something? There's some yeah, racist there's overtones, racist overtones in it, yeah. Are there really? Yeah. Against white people? Typical. I'm sick of being beaten on by the man. It's why they even changed Splash Mountain. They're changing it to Tiana in both the Orlando and Anaheim parks. Why? So they're changing the theme because Song of the South has racist undertones. Oh. And the fact that they made it a ride in the first place while they had already pulled the title. Well, exactly. From Why would they do that? They shouldn't have done it in the first place. Let's just put it that way. I did like Zippity Doodah, though. I thought it was a good song. It is a good song. You did a nice job belting it out. I've never seen, is it a movie? Is it a, is it a show? What is it? It's a movie. It's an animated. It well, it's kind of like a live action, actually, because Uncle Remus tells stories about songs of the South. Um, so there's singing. There's animation in it. I saw it as a kid. Yeah. I have like a, a brief like recollection of some of it, like some of the scenes. I'm like, oh, yeah. I, but in my mind, I get it confused a little bit with Mary Popkin, Poppins because they did the same thing with Mary Poppins where they would use live action and then animation around <laughs> right, them. Right. So I kind of blend those two together. 
It's Br'er Rabbit is like the big, like animated, like central character in uh, Song of the South. So what's the racist part of it? I've never seen it, so I don't know. I think there's a song that they really were honing in on a couple of, like about six months ago, where they said there was a song in it where there's a couple things that are mentioned, and in the song, it doesn't. It's it's kind of a. It just doesn't look good. It's not a, oh, especially it a good look for Disney. Yeah, I can look it up though. I don't know for sure because so we got uh, we got that and we got all the other stuff and we we're we're on fire right now. We got uh, fat bottom girls that's being yanked because yep. that's offensive to women or something. I will say this about kids stuff though because it's like I just remember they like really leaned into like the um, like uh, this black guy had like one of those um, like um, Ooh, Tevin. Thank you very much. Hey, oh, like um, his outfit was very like. Stereotypical, like it leaned into post-slavery, like it, it wasn't oh, great. Yeah. Post-civil, it leans into like maybe a the, the South, like post-Civil War. Yeah, and so it's like yeah. I would say this, like I don't care, you don't need to ban it, whatever. But like I don't know if it's what I want my kid first exposed to in this world is like Song of the South. You know what I mean? I've like, never seen it, so I don't know anything about. Yeah, it. like it's funny because like I'm I mean, not, I've seen that song. I'm not all about that. banning. Like, listen, if that's a moment in time, and back then. There was a lot of decisions made where, um, you know, blackface and all that stuff, whatever. But, like, I will say that I, if, when it comes to, like, what I want to expose my children to, that is not it. You know, like, that's not the first exposure I want of, like, any of that. Well, they made well, really bad think, choices. Yeah. Well, I was going to say, too, like, I think th certain things can be taught in school and then you can learn a lesson of, like, how language has changed. Yes. Or uh, there's so many th discussions you can have, but when it's, you know, maybe toddler, preschool age, it's a little bit more difficult to maybe drive that message totally. of, like, why yeah. this is wrong. Yeah. And I, I think that's probably why Disney has pulled the title. Um, it's not, like, something you could, you know, you can go and read Tom Sawyer and have explanations and discussions, but you need kids to be of an age where they understand absolutely the difference between right and wrong and how things have changed and how things haven't changed and why we need to improve them. So so there you have it, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, I'm gonna it's have, all the critical thinking. I suppose I can't watch Song of the South. Is it even available? I've never seen it. It is not. It's, it's not, not for sale. Anymore. You can sometimes find the title randomly mm -hmm. on eBay, but I think even eBay pulls it. If I love the song. The i got to be honest with you. Zippity-doo-dah, I think it's a great song. That's a very positive song, isn't it? As far as I remember. My, oh, my, it's a wonderful day. Yeah, plenty of sunshine coming my way. Zippity-doo-dah, zippity-dah, zippity yeah. Nothing wrong with that song, baby. But Fat now it's going to be Princess Tiana. She's going to have her own ride, so Princess it'll be Tiana, Princess Tiana. Doesn't Again. roll off the tongue. Really doesn't. No. Doesn't work. <laughs> doesn't work for me at all. No question. But about you'll it. still get that big splash at the end. So what I've done I? that in the middle of California winter, which is very cold to us, and accidentally got sat in the front and had to go and I, they do this on purpose. You have to go into the gift shop and buy an entire new outfit. Oh you're yeah. So mm -hmm. I oh. suppose that's true. Nothing worse than being wet and cold and walking around. Oh, and, uh, in December at like 5 p.m., it is biting cold in California when that sun goes oh, down. Yeah. And being soaking wet, I was like, all right, I guess I'm getting some sweats and a new sweatshirt. And they loved it. I spent, you know, probably $200 buying a new outfit. <laughs> this is the Tom Bernard Morning Show. The Tom Bernard Morning Show. Streamed every morning on the Tom Bernard Show app. And anytime on demand, wherever you get your podcasts.